0: Welcome to the San Diego News Fix, The Backstory, where we give you a behind the scenes look into our newsroom and how decisions are made. I'm your host, Christy Totten. The 2022 general election takes place November 8th and voting starts a month before. To help you prepare, the San Diego Union-Tribune opinion section has created a voter guide, endorsement guide, and more. Today, we're joined by editor and publisher, Jeff Light, managing editor, Laura Socalo, and opinion and editorial director, Matthew T. Hall. I'll pass the mic to you, Jeff.
1: Okay. Uh, thank you, Christy. Uh, and thank you, Matt, for coming on. I know this is a super busy time of, uh, time of year for you. So let, let's just start at 30,000 feet. You uh, have worked as a, a journalist in San Diego, San Diego for, for decades now. Uh, you've covered City Hall. You've been a columnist, and and now you run the opinion uh, group at at the Union Tribune. So you've got a a, a pretty um, uh, a long background of looking at politics in San Diego. So why don't you just give us a, a bit of an overview of this year before we get into these journalistic issues? What what are the big races, and uh, what should uh, viewers be uh, be watching?
2: Great question. Uh, we've been in the thick of the election. It feels like for you know, a couple months now. Um, and most people haven't even seen their ballots yet. So this is not fun of mind for them, but they will be getting them uh, around October 10th that week um, and will be forced to pay attention by the crush of campaign ads that they will see on their television if they haven't already and getting stuff in the mail. I think the big race is obviously it's not a presidential election, right? So, so that take that off the top, but the governor's race um, is uh, on the ballot. And I think last time I checked, Governor Newsom is running against Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, for governor, which is not what voters will be able to ask to vote on. But I think it's to show that the governor thinks that he has that election in the bag. And as always is the case in California, Democrats have an edge because of party registration, fundraising um, and, and some of the um, failings of the Republican Party, a la uh, it being tied to, to Donald Trump. But there are some really interesting races. The attorney general is the second most important seat, as many see it, in the state of California. And there you have a Democratic appointed incumbent, Rob Bonta, uh, being challenged by Nathan Hockman, um, uh, excuse me, a Democratic incumbent uh, being challenged by a Republican um, uh, lawyer from Los Angeles, Nathan Hockman. So that's an interesting race to watch. And locally, there's a, a lot of interesting races, starting with the sheriff's race. We've all been focused on the number of deaths um, at San Diego County jails, and this election hopefully will go a long way to uh, putting some some policies, procedures, and people in place to stop inmates from dying, one hopes. And there are other problems at that uh, agency, so that's something to watch. Mayor of Chula Vista, also a really interesting race, uh, a Democrat and a Republican there, you know, vying uh, to take the helm of a city that's really poised to do some uh, incredible things development-wise, and has some of the same problems that you're seeing in other major cities locally and around the state, such as homelessness and um, other issues like that. So I would say that those are the big races that are on people's radar. But there's a ton. We're making 53 endorsements, um, so the ballot will be long,
1: and you know, um,
2: the work for us and for voters.
1: Yeah, and we haven't even mentioned the people's ordinance.
2: That's another big one. Yeah, there are seven state. Proposition and uh, five local ballot measures, one of which is deciding whether uh, there should be a, a fee imposed on uh, on trash collection for single family homes in San Diego, which has not had that for uh, years.
1: Yeah, yeah, fascinating, fascinating issue in its own right. Okay, so there's all this going on. And uh, uh, maybe just give us briefly, what are the Union Tribune's offerings to help people navigate uh, out of your group?
2: Yeah, there's a ton. And a lot of it is already on there. We're still, as I said, in the thick of it, but you can go to uh, sandiegouniontribune.com backslash 2022 election guide and see all of our Q&As with the candidates, all of our pro and con uh, commentaries on these ballot measures. And so if you're looking to hear directly from the candidates. You can see all of those uh, written Q and A's and those commentaries. You can also go to backslash, backslash 2022 election videos and see all of the videos, uh, interviews that we've done with some pretty high-profile candidates, uh, starting with congressional candidates, some of the state constitutional offices, um, and later we'll be adding uh, other interviews we do, including some in-person forums uh, for sheriffs, Chula Vista. Mayor, City Council, races of San Diego. And then lastly, and this is really what distinguishes us from the newsroom, uh, beyond those interviews, we're also posting a page, um, SanDiegoUnitribune.com uh, backslash 2022 endorsements, where you will see uh, the upshot of all of these interviews and information gathering that the editorial board does. And then the discussions we have about who our recommendations uh, for these offices should be and you know, uh, that, the, the, I imagine that readers would like to be a, a bug on the wall. Some of those discussions, they can be very uh, long and uh, kind of complicated in some of these races because they're not easy decisions to make. And we take this responsibility seriously. Um, but ultimately, what viewers then are left with is not necessarily those discussions, but everything else uh, that we have kind of uh, taken upon ourselves in this process.
1: Yeah. And before we get to that actual endorsement piece, I just want to dwell for a minute on this uh period of discovery really, where I think as a uh, an opinion group you've done something that's uh, that's a little bit different and I think um, uh, really important, you know which is uh, finding uh, uh, the key people on a story, the stakeholders on a story, um, uh, interviewing them, um, through questioning uh, uh, and presenting that material to the community, right? Like so on these races, there's a couple of key candidates. Uh, We get to see both of them uh, uh, answering questions. Um, And uh, to that point, like it's really the fundamentals of journalism, right? That's that's exactly what a reporter does on any story is to uh, find the qualified sources to query them and, uh, and then to present their perspectives together in a, uh, a cogent way within a, a proper context. Um, so Laura Sacallo, I just wanted to get uh, uh, your perspective a little bit as the managing editor of uh, this sort of election guide work that Matt's group is doing. This to me looks uh, uh, exactly like uh, w- what the election guide of the the newsroom would be in uh, in, in past uh, generations.
2: Right. I, I, I think in most ways it is. And as you mentioned, their approach is a journalistic approach. And it's the same approach that reporters have taken in the past when we've done election guides uh, as a newsroom product and offering. Asking those questions, having those interviews, presenting that to readers and potential voters for them to make their own decision is exactly what the opinion team uh, has been doing. And I think that that's really important. The distinction obviously comes where the newsroom then would not take that next step and Offer to voters an opinion of what they should do when it comes time to
1: cast their vote. Yeah, Um, pretty important distinction and a very interesting one because once uh, uh, that last piece of uh, uh, the chain is is in place, an endorsement, then the uh, it it sort of like like what you've described, Matt. This uh, this um, uh, open minded. An intellectually honest uh, engagement with the candidates, uh, which clearly is what I see happening. Um, uh, once an endorsement is made, it it seems different, right? Like, oh well, you 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 all were for this guy, so was all of you know. Was this really all even handed and fair, or was it all a partisan exercise? It's so, um, let's talk for a minute about a minute about uh, how and why. You make the endorsements, and I guess let's let's start with the why. Why why endorse it all, given that it always brings forward the very argument that I just made, right? Like, oh, well, you're posing as a fair-minded journalist, but really, you're an advocate.
2: Yeah, no, we get people challenging us all the time on on just that question: Why do you? Um, you know, the, the, our approach has always been not a partisan approach. You know, um, we and I don't care what your party is. We care about the principles that you espouse and the background that you have and the kind of uh, honesty and integrity you would approach the job with. Uh, And and so during those discussions, we try to get a sense of that. And as we're doing that, even before we start that process, we try to explain to people why we're doing it, uh, the importance of it. I mean, look, everyone's super busy. You know, I'm not talking about us here. I'm just talking about people who are going through their lives Um, and and trying to get by day to day and then all of a sudden this thing happens called an election where people will be chosen to make decisions on their behalf Um, and so you know you kind of want to you hope that people will be as informed as possible and that's why we see our role not just of interviewing them but then of also because we're opinion journalists suggesting this as someone for people to consider we're not trying to be um um You know, this is not a a mandatory thing. We're not looking at a way to shut down a conversation. We're just saying, as you consider other pieces of information in your voting process, also look at ours, Uh, and then we try to explain in those endorsements why one candidate has an edge over another, why one candidate might not be uh, up to the task, why, why one candidate clearly is, or why it's a close call, and voters really have their work cut out for them. And again, I just look at that as one piece of information and. The reason we do it beyond the need for it is we have the time. It literally is our job to talk to these folks, and so we're able to not only spend time talking to them, reading our newspapers' coverage, other uh, outlets reporting, and then because we are versed in these issues and try to be not necessarily subject matters, but at least we have subject matters, uh, subject matter experts on speed dial, where we can try to um, get to the bottom of really complex things. And I think that's why opinion journalism, I can just nutshell it, is so important because journalists in the end do important work, but they, you know, uh, because of the nature of journalism, need to let people decide, whereas we then take that next step and say, here's based on our research, our thinking, which we have tried to explain to the best of our ability, why this person is, should, should, you know, might be elevated over another.
1: Right, maybe the difference between reading the menu at the restaurant and reading the restaurant review. Right. Yeah. Two different uh, presentations of the information.
0: If I could just add to that, I mean, the, the access is really extraordinary. You know, Matt, you're framing it as uh, we're doing this on the public's behalf, which is absolutely true, but like who from the public gets to meet with every single candidate in every single race, you know, people on either side of the proposition. And it's like, you know, because we have that access, which I think is, is a real privilege, it's like, wouldn't you want to hear from the people who get to talk to all the people that are involved in this? You know, we're not coming at this in a partisan way. We are really Really being open-minded trying to understand the issues trying to understand the candidates and it's like we have this perspective um you know i think of course it should be shared and and again when we do the endorsements we explain our thinking we explain our reasoning and so whether or not you agree with our view you understand our view um you know and what we're putting into it
1: yeah now in every campaign though i think one thing we see is that uh, uh you know, it's an all out, uh, uh, effort for, for victory, uh, for, by, by all the candidates who are in this because of their earnest belief that, uh, they will bring the greatest public good. Right. So that, uh, as the campaign gets down to the final days, you see, uh, uh all sorts of desperate acts in the, in the name of the advancing the greater good, which is getting me candidate a elected. Right. And, uh, so everything is weaponized in those campaigns, and I think I've seen that in previous campaigns, where uh, where the process that you described, Christie, is not the process that the unendorsed candidate is going to describe to the community about as they run against the uh, the machine at the Union Tribune or or whatever. What do, I mean, what, what what do you make of all that, Matt? Is there anything that can that uh, that? Well, I guess the question is, what do you make of that? You're you're drawn in the partisan politics every every year you know your name
2: yeah no and sometimes we and i become part of the story you know what i mean people as is their right and their privilege they're able to criticize us uh to compliment us to say this is what makes sense and what is absolute trash in this uh editorial or endorsement and that's just part of the process and like again to me the whole thing is a conversation it's not prescriptive it's Um, And that's why we go to great lengths to explain not only why we're doing it, how we're doing it, but when we're doing it. Like 20 years ago, it was, we do our work behind closed doors and then we come down from the mountain with our 10 commandment like uh, uh, endorsements. And it's like, basically trust us was the end of the conversation there between the journalists and the community. And now we're trying to explain our thinking, you know, and, and people can choose for themselves whether they trust us or not. And hopefully they do because we are literally bearing the whole entire process um, or very, very much of it. Um, And I I think, you know, to your question, that's just part of it. People will sometimes campaign, seize on us and, uh, uh, you know, either lift a sentence that they like from the endorsement we gave them, put it on a TV ad um, or they'll complain that we were unfair to them. And that's happened before. And you know, as I always do, I listen to them, and 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 we'll keep having a conversation and and second guess myself because a big part of this is 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 second guessing yourself.
1: Um. Yeah, I think uh, it's a a fascinating topic, and particularly in this era of disinformation and propaganda, which I think gets amped up uh, uh, as the elections get closer. So I really applaud your transparency about uh, what your group is doing. Um. Maybe in summary, where where can we all go again and just to reiterate, uh, what is it that's available to me as a voter uh, uh, from the San Diego Union-Tribune?
2: Yeah. Right now you have Q&As with all the congressional candidates, all of the state constitutional uh, candidates. Uh, we're, at, we're getting to the point where we will publish also school board candidates in San Diego, city council candidates in San Diego, all the county races. So again, 53 races that we're endorsing in and before we're endorsing in, sharing the interviews, all of which you can find at, on our website. Um, and uh, 2022 election guide is the one that will take you to all the other pages that we have where you can also see videos. And if you're interested, uh, read up on our endorsements.
1: Okay, beautiful. Well done. Uh, thanks so much, Christy.
0: All right. Uh, Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to the backstory. Thank you, Jeff, Laura, Matt. Again, you can find our election coverage at SanDiegoUnionTribune.com slash 2022 Election Guide. Thanks.